Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. The following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the five-minute warning. It, it also questions, yo, man, like... You remember that casserole we had last week that tasted funny? <laughs> you start thinking about every type of meal that you used to eat over there and wonder how shit tasted funny. <laughs> I mean, Mo B, man, talk to me. Make, make some you, he get a, he getting his whole thing to side eye. Look at him. <laughs> I don't understand why you so weirded out by it, man. You... I'm weirded out by, by 50-year-old food, though. That's what I'm weirded out by. I, I mean, look, man. Lord forbid, man, when my grandma ain't here no more. Like, I'm just throwing her whole deep freezer away. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that shit that's been there since I was a kid. Oh, told you. I told you. I mean, but the thing is, I'm not even I'm not even tripping on it. Like, I'm saying, I'm just like, yo, everything in this deep freezer out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to go through it? You want to go through it? Nope. Matter of fact, just unplug it. Roll that bitch out. We out. You think your uh, mom going to lie that? I think she gonna be right on board with me. She ain't trying to get nothing out there either. I'm telling you, man. My, my grandma got a deep freezer. I yep. mean, she got a regular freezer. Yep. We eat stuff out the regular freezer. She goes to the crates like an old DJ trying to find a classic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She go to the crates. You know, be like, oh, hey, she gonna make a bang out of this one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When she trying to sample some, she go to the deep freezer. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, we stay. I stay in my lane. I'm in the regular freezer. the five minute warning okay students this is your five minute warning I repeat five minute warning silence this is the five minute warning with Ruben Brown happening right now good evening ladies and gentlemen Welcome to another brand new spanking live five minute warning. And yes, your eyes are not deceive you. That is my man, my mellow AG back in the house. How you living, brother? Sewage less. <laughs> <laughs> when the water comes out of the tub, it's my water and it's not shit in it. <laughs> well, that's a good thing because, you know. Shit shouldn't be coming from your water. It really shouldn't. It's an awful thing. I hope no one ever has plumbing problems. It's it's miserable. Well, we're glad that you're back. Sorry, to back. sorry it took a couple weeks to deal with your plumbing problems, but I'm glad they're fixed because the last thing you want to be doing is shitting out shit that you're getting because nothing's working with that. Yeah, but nothing about that sentence worked. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I understand the sentiment, but I do want to shout my wife out because um, we they uh, put us up in a hotel and 
Uh-huh. Was it a good one? Yeah, that's mine. I mean, you know. like Super 6 or nothing? No. Oh, okay. Hey, man. Hey, I mean, they put man. us up like truckers or nothing. It's all good. <laughs> but I mean, I do want to shout her out because um, she, she, she handled her business. She made it livable. It's all good. All I had to do was go to the hotel. I was supposed to go home. And uh, I want to shout her out for that. She did a great job. Hey, you know, I heard Boo loves a deal, so that's that's what it is. That's what it is. That's called being a partner in life for legit. Yes, sir. She is that legit. And uh, I was so busy shouting out the return of AG. I didn't introduce myself. I'm Ruben. I mean, you know, if you listen to the show every week, you should know who I am. And of course, the other the other brother with the Raiders and the the. Georgia Bulldog stuff on these contracts and strong. Mo B's in the house. What's going on, man? He got the Raiders in the back and the Georgia on the front. I mean, yeah, I thought about you. We watched that game, man. Raiders put it on him. I was impressed. What was the score? I didn't see it. No, this game was a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. They yeah, did, uh, who they beat? They beat somebody I didn't know if they could beat. And uh, they, they played him at home. I forgot who it was. They beat uh, Baltimore. They yeah. beat Baltimore in overtime. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they just beat—they just beat the Dolphins in overtime. So, hold on, hold on. Jacoby Brissett, Dolphins. Hmm. Did he look better this week? Oh, it's Tua still yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah. He looked better. Yeah, Tua's, Tua's out still... for like three, four weeks, I think. Oh, so it's the rib then? Yeah. Or ribs? He got a ribby issue. Okay. So I gave him the rib. Okay, that one funny, but. I do actually. I do what I can. I do what I can. Wow, man! You know, life has been crazy, and you know, you think that it can't get any crazier, but this is why this show exists because we talk about the crazy. We also try to give some information along the way as well, but mostly we just talk about the crazy. So the first thing I want to talk about, we're just gonna jump right into it. There is this truck. Um, that drove in the city um, in Charlotte, downtown Charlotte. And it was advertised for Whitmore, Whitmore Funeral Home. And it said, don't get vaccinated. <laughs> and I was like, first of all, that's real dope if it was legit. <laughs> but it wasn't. Um, if you went to the website, it took you to a spot where you can, um, you know, kind of like go get vaccinated and stuff like that but nah man it was kind of dope it was a a black and white truck and it went down the street said you know don't get vaccinated you know it's good for business good for business i remember seeing that before y'all put it up there i was (laughs) i was laughing so i said that's genius yeah and, and when you went to the site it said get vaccinated now if not see you soon and i was like awesome yeah that's the one I saw on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I was weak, yo. I mean, hey, look, if I own a funeral home, I don't know if I could be really mad at that because the way I see it, the, un- unfortunately, I won't put it that guy because I'm not going to do that. Unfortunately, I think the funeral business is kind of booming at this moment. Um, You don't want that type of business to boom, but I mean, somebody got to get paid. Because, you know, we decided that, well, you know, we don't want to do the right thing. So that's the thing. I mean, AG, man, what? I mean, great marketing. Yes. 
That's exactly what I thought because it it, it tells people who don't want to get vaccinated to just you know it tells them they're good. You good? We got you. Yeah, we really got you. So <laughs> you go ahead and do what you're doing, and then when you're not able to do what you do because you have expired, then you're the family that you left behind can pay me because you're gonna need me. Because they don't allow you just to dig a hole in your backyard, pal. You're going to need me. Yeah, that's not really legal, but also a little creepy. Moby, what, <laughs> Moby what are you thinking? I mean, it, it was brilliant, man. I, w- I wish it was legit. You know what I'm <laughs> I wish it had been 100% legit. I wish it was a real funeral home that was just like straight up. We don't want you to get vaccinated because we're trying to get paid. I hey man, mean, somebody got to die, then somebody got to get paid. <laughs> I mean, lemons out of lemonade, right? Hey, or lemons, lemonade out of lemons, right? Ain't that right? And take something good, make something, take something bad, make something good out of it. I mean, yeah, hey, man, funeral home, like, yeah, why we got broke, just be broke just because you want to die. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What was the name of that show on HBO used to come on? Um, Six Feet Under? So it was about a family who owned a funeral home. But the cool thing about it is at the beginning of every episode, they would show somebody dying. Now, that sounds real messed up as as I say it out loud. But the the one thing I can't remember, man, is when I guess in airplanes, when you poop and stuff, they kind of squish it together and harden it up. And then they normally drop that around the water, which, you know, is already kind of messed up for the eco people. But they drop it around water. But however, this time they've dropped it in the wrong spot. It hit somebody and killed them. So imagine like, I think it was like a, what, a, a four by four, like square of poop and stuff. Hardened. And they so that kind of velocity? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Didn't that kill the dad, which was the first one? Um he was the first one to die, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know if it was that's not the one I saw though. This was like Oh, it's another one? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean it kills somebody, and that's who they was, you know, that's who they were taking care of in the more. That's a space peanut. Hilarious, Smoko Cowboy. First of all, how dare you have a Joe Dirt reference? Like Let's just be real about that. All of like five people, so you're included that watch Joe Dirt. Nah, bro. Joe Dirt was off the chain. Bro, yeah. I can't rouse you on that. Joe Dirt funny, man. <laughs> Dude, come on, man. I'm your sister. I'm your sister. <laughs> Joe, Joe, on, Dirt, Joe Dirt funny. As Lauren, Lauren's in the background talking about some no. See, when we, was a, when we was in a hotel, Joe Dirt came on. We had limited channels. <laughs> You made her watch Joe Dirt, dog. I didn't. Ma- we had limited channels, man, and Joe Dirt was funny, man. Funny to you, no, no, man. <laughs> I didn't make her funny. watch the Three Stooges, so she watched some Joe Dirt. You know what I found out? She has a disdain for the Water Boy. Who did I marry, man? What in the world? Hey, man, I don't. I don't get involved in your private affairs. <laughs> it ain't <laughs> private when you don't like the Water Boy. It becomes real public, man. I mean, but that's something y'all got to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get I don't get involved in marital issue situations, man. I mean, it can't they they can't all be perfect, man. Like, I know. But the funny thing was, we were talking about how bad she hates. I think I brought it up 
I mean, she uh, hates it. Like that's that's, hates, that's strong, hates. man. Yo, is she strong? <laughs> KB Echo, things you need to ask before you propose. I know, right? <laughs> Do you like Joe Dirt? What? If man, I gave that- her a pass on. I gave her a pass on the Three Stooges. I gave her a pass. That's a horrible movie. The Three Stooges are not a movie. You mean the show? The show. Well, they, they did make a movie. They wrong. did. Okay. Well, I was talking about the show when we were growing up. I'm I'm not into the Three Stooges either. I- yeah. Well, actually, that that thing in uh, was it Oakland? Something we talked about, and there was a video to do the do slap two and three dudes at a time. That was just three stooges right there. Oh wow! But anyway, but yeah, man, I thought I brought up something. I think we were talking about Cajun something. We we're watching uh, Queen Sugar or something like that, and I said Bobby Boucher, and she said I hate the Water Boy. Oh. And, and then we Dang, were she just came out straight. Yeah, you, know, you ain't supposed to just come straight out with it like no. that. Like. And then the funny thing was that wasn't the funny part. The funny part was about an hour later, while we had limited channels, the water boy came on. I lost it. And she probably looked at you, rolled her eyes, and was like, <laughs> I wish you would. Bobby Boucher. Man. You just can't <laughs> come out and say I hate it. No, she she can't stand it. Well, I mean, look, every, every everybody got movies that they just can't stand. So I mean, but her, and, and her, you ain't even gotta have no legit reason for it. Like, yeah, but man, she came out with that reaction, force. man. It sounded oh. like she came out with the force, like yo. Like I have a visceral hatred towards some some movies too. Like Judge Dredd, I hate that movie, man. With a passion, man. Yeah, that movie you know, comes on, and I, it's you, the first you're, one or the you're second. A better person for it, man. Don't don't even worry about it, like. <laughs> What? Wait, wait a minute. Well, I gotta figure out which one is the Stallone one or the other dude. Doesn't matter. Okay, it doesn't matter. Okay. You're talking about Carl Urban. Carl I, I, I guess right, that's man. his name. Yeah. His name. Yeah. Uh, no redeeming qualities, man. Don't, don't, don't do it wow. to yourself. I don't. I don't. I mean, I've seen the second one. I, I won't watch the first one because Sylvester Stallone sucks. And I also get mad about the Notebook. Every time the Notebook comes <sighs> on, I just we discussed this, man. I just can't, man. You I just can't, can't. Hate notebook, man. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I do oh, it well. He built a house, man. Man, f that dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> you have the heart of coal, man. <laughs> he said it was mean. That was mean. Nope. He said everything that most men think when a notebook comes on. <laughs> f that dude. Because well, man. Because yeah, you that's can't be better. Than I mean, that. But, but but think about all the stuff he had to do to win this woman's heart, and then as she's forgetting, he got to remind her by telling the story of how fucking great he is every time. Come no, on, dude, man. No, man. Because she had look, yo. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Back up. First of all, he is telling the old lady version. Shouldn't she have dementia or something? Yeah. That's why he had to tell her over and over again. Yes, but then he had to tell her about how. She was almost going to choose the rich dude, how she had literally left him, how he built the whole goddamn house for her. He had to do all this. And he and, and at the end of it, he gets rewarded by having to retell her these stories. He's got to sell himself to her his entire effing life. And no, then oh, and then that, he, he's got he's to love her so much that he dies at the same time as her. <laughs> I know that's that's poetic, man. Man, man f that. Look, look. There's a lot of ways. Oh God, there's so a lot mean. of ways to die. And don't get me wrong, <laughs> dying in my sleep. Hey, if you're gonna pick a way to go, that's the way to go. But don't don't give me this whole. Do you think? Do you think our love? I think our love can do anything. Our love can do so much that we can fall asleep in this tiny ass hospital bed and die together. 
You mean by yourself, bro. <laughs> you were so mean. <laughs> then he go why? drink a drink. <laughs> I mean, why? But why I gotta die with you in the hospital? Because that's where she was. I mean, but why you I gotta die? Because he's broken hearted. He's not gonna last long without her. And I and I would go out my own way. I'm not going you know, out no hospital, it, man. It, it sounds like the only way she's been going is with him. Like I feel like he he at least deserved a week or two to not have to, you know, babysit. But he wanted to babysit, man. That's that love, man. Y'all, y'all you're right. That, 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 that's that love. Hard. I mean, y'all like ghetto hard. Dang, y'all government cheese hard. Come on, man. man no, whatever, whatever I'm, man. Yeah, I heard. I heard you. I heard y'all talking about the Emmys too. Joe, Ted Lasso is off the hook. Haven't if you seen ain't it seen, it, seen it, never dude, seen it. It, I guarantee you, if you watch one episode, you'll be hooked. Don't even worry about it. Because I was listening to the show last. That's like these fools, like man, Ted Lasso off the chain. Don't even worry about it. I mean, I, I, I mean, I've heard good things. I just haven't. I take you know. your word on it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, actually, I wouldn't mind watching seeing Taylor Lasso. I just don't. But like the Crown, like nah, no thanks. That was good too. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. you gotta. My wife turned me on to that, so you already know. But I thought this Crown was really, really good. But I will say, I do like Claire Foy. I don't like the other lady as much, but it's still really good. I mean, you know, everybody in that building won an Emmy. I heard in, in, in England. That's what it felt like. Every time somebody won, it was over in England. Let's go to England and they get up there and oh, thank you for Man. everything. I was like, dang, yo, England just taking everything. Yo, Ted Lasso, bro, just saying. I mean, I've heard. It. I mean, he's funny. I mean, I don't understand the premise that he was a a coach, but he doesn't know soccer. I mean, dude, he thought it was you, the other football. I mean, I don't get okay, it. I understand. Just watch it. If you're gonna if you're gonna talk about it, just give it a chance. I mean, my new my show's back on, so I don't care. <laughs> okay. The morning show's back, so that's what that's what it's about. Have you seen the first two episodes? I, I have not. I thought you said that was your show. It is, man. I've been busy. All right. I mean, I'm back. Like the Doom Patrol came out last week too, and they dropped three episodes. Haven't had a chance to watch them. Okay. Well, that's good too. The first, we watched it for a couple of episodes, pretty good. But let's let's move on to this whole. We're gonna we're gonna branch out here, and. Look, man, I got some real personal things about this. So I want to make sure I'm not crazy. So, of course, unfortunately, um, about a week, week and a half ago, A.J. Johnson died. Now, if you don't know who A.J. Johnson is, he is the dude on Friday. Basically said, hey, Smokey, Smokey over there taking the shit. You know, that was his really. I mean, he did. Yeah, other lines in it. But he was like the thief, you know, the thief crackhead. As it were. So he passed away last week. But I'm not sitting here saying the man should have been rich from Friday or he should have been well off because of what he did. You know, he was a comedian, that sort of thing. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is how like because his his widow set up a GoFundMe for his funeral arrangements. And I'm thinking to myself, how are you mad because people didn't want to fund his funeral? Like, look, it's whatever. I get it. And I'm going to probably be my, by myself on this one. And it's just what it is. 
it ain't our responsibility to put you in the ground, though. I mean, because my thought process is, hey, man, I ain't talking about nobody else's money. But it's one of those things where, like, if I die, you know, I got some stuff with work to take care of bills and funerals, funeral money and all that stuff. Like, I'm set up that way, at least for now. You know, I get it. Nobody expects to die anytime soon. But how you get mad because the public isn't putting money in your GoFundMe to bury your husband or to bury any members of family? Like, how you mad at us because we ain't want to give you no money? And she had the nerve before I, I let out there. Y'all say y'all love him. Where's the love? And we're raising money because I have to pay for all this out of pocket. I mean, that's what happens. Like, last time I checked in life, if you got bills to pay, who you got to pay that. You know, and stuff like that. And f- what happened was, you know, she expected funeral costs to be $15,000. First of all, wow. <laughs> she asked for twenty. And then her, she said her children could split what's left. But the GoFund account at the time only had 2600 And so it's like, you want to honor him the way he deserves. I mean, why do y'all, like, it's a hard thing to do, man. But as adults, we got to be, we have to be able to take care of our family when if we're not here. So, like, I'm going to just throw it out there. Either one of y'all can answer first. I don't care. Am I am I crazy? Am I nope. am I feeling some kind of way about this? You are feeling some type of way, but as far as I'm concerned, you're not wrong because I pay for insurance two or three times, and that's what you do when you grow. Now, I'm not judging. If he didn't do that for his family, then he didn't, and that's fine. A lot of people don't. There are a lot of people that don't have insurance. A lot of people riding around in a BMW, brand new, don't have insurance, other than for the car. Sometimes not for the car. I ain't gonna judge you. But when you die or you wreck your car or you wreck your car and you die, then somebody's got to pay for that. And if you didn't prepare your family to be okay, if you did those things, then that's a personal problem. That's not my problem. Now, if I'm, if I am well off enough and kind enough to give you the 20 grand, that's another, that's another conversation altogether, but I don't owe you anything, nor does Ice Cube or anybody that starred in that movie. It just is what it is. Now, again, if someone wants to be kind enough to give money to somebody they knew or barely knew or whatever, I get the feeling that she's more mad at people that she, that uh, knew the guy or at least was in that movie with him. But, I, you know, there's some of it that I felt like she was just mad at people calling, saying, I'm sorry, but you didn't give me no money. Well, at some point, like we send the show constantly, personal responsibility. Because if I die, I don't expect you two to give more than 20 grand. I expect me to have insurance, so she had to pay anything. Well, she probably had to come out uh, come out of pocket up front, but that money will be recouped. So I'm just saying. But again, I might be being kind of a jerk about it, but when I read it, I was like, personal responsibility from start to finish. Now, again, if someone wants to be kind, then I'm not mad at that either. But no one owes you anything. So that's me. So I'm with you on this one, Ruben. Moby, 
I didn't realize she was mad at fans. I thought she was just mad at all the people in the industry. Because people as fans don't owe them shit. Like, we don't know him. Like, and as far as the people, like, as far as the movie, like, the last time I heard anything about AJ Johnson was an interview where he was doing nothing but talking shit about how Ice Cube jerked him out of putting him in the second movie. So why would you then expect this man to contribute to your GoFundMe? I mean, now I get the tweet now. now <laughs> I read the tweet and I was like, I didn't really understand it, but you gave me context. Okay. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying like, why, why would, why would he then find you? And even if these are his friends, like still like people don't owe you to bury you. Like somebody saying, Hey man, you're going to be missed. You were loved. Yeah, there's there should be value in that. I shouldn't have to then be like, oh well, let me give you some money so you can bury his remains. That's not that's not their job. If somebody does it, great. But I just chalked it up to like she's emotional and she's upset. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not like mad at her for like lashing out. People get emotional and upset. Now if she carries this and continues to carry this animosity, like I'm gonna say she need to get over it because <sighs> That ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. He died. That's what happened. Sorry you have to pay for it. I mean, you know, it did. I guess he's in the morgue. So she's got to, I guess she's got to pay for a funeral service to get him out or whatever. You know, she was like, you know, if I got to take care of it, that's fine. I was like, then why are you having the conversation about it? But. Well, Moby was nice about it. I didn't. I didn't think that she was just being upset. I thought she meant it all the way live. Meant it because I just think she wants to get a funeral for free that they weren't prepared for. So she's gonna try to guilt people out of you know getting some money. I think. Um, I think somebody did step up. Little rail. Yeah, little rail took care of it. It's like, but it's not his. I just don't want people to feel like it's 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 someone else's responsibility when something happens to you. Even if they do try to guilt you into it, it's not cool. So I'm just saying. So that's the the era we live in now though, man. Apparently. If you really loved him, you would pay for my bills. What? No. And so eventually they got about $48,000. So apparently her thing worked, you know, Little Rail dropped four thousand, and then I guess everybody decided to, to pay. So I guess she's gonna split the other twenty eight thousand dollars with the kids. Sure. Yeah. Good luck okay. with that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's so adorable. <laughs> so clearly, her her scheme worked. Scheme was so mean. Oh, it was very true. So let's talk about what we like to talk about around here. The good old states that decided they're a bunch of idiots. No, we're not talking about Florida. No, we're not talking about Georgia. And we're not even talking about Kentucky. Let's go to Texas. So, in Texas, a couple who ain't never really left the house, they just had a, a, a son, four months old. Mom was like, yo, go out, have a good time. You ain't been out. I'll take care of the four-month-old son. Awesome. They go out. You know, once again, they have a four-month-old son. They're vaccinated. But, you know, they wear masks because they don't want the son to get sick. 
obviously. Who wants, you know, you don't want your kid to get COVID. And the son has an immune deficiency, too. Has a, yeah, yeah that's immune. a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Has cystic fibrosis. Fibrosis. So they go to Hangtime Sports Grill and Bar, and they have a no mask wearing policy. So, like, already you already know that this is going left. So basically, because they went in, you know, they had their masks on and whatnot. And the server came in and was like, you know, you can't wear your mask in here. We have a no mask policy. And if you keep your mask on, the owners are going to come and kick you out. That's not exactly what the server said. And I think getting the context of what she said is actually important. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's pretty much what she said. No, okay. it's, it's really not. Oh, she was nicer about it. She was much nicer. That's about what I'm saying. It. It, it's but it's important to understand what she said because she basically said, "I'm nicer than the owner is or the manager is." Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you nicely, and and it is a political thing. Yeah, she did say that, and you know, and basically, the owner's is- tired of people telling them what to do. And here's the thing, here's the thing that killed me first. So like she was very nice about it. Hey, if you wear your mask here, owners will come and ask you to leave. I understand. They explained the problem to them. I get it, but this is just it's what it is. So they had already ordered after you know, before they came over and talked to them. Cause so they were wearing their mask while they ordered. So like now they got to get their food to go first. And I appreciate the woman was like, I want to support a small business. Like I want to, excuse me. I want to respect a small business, you know, whatever. She didn't agree with it. I appreciate the fact that they got their stuff to go and left, man. They could suck up all oh, big old peanut on that. I would have just walked out. I would have waited for my food to get there, then left and just been like, you know, and called it a day. But that's just because, Sometimes I'm just a little bit like that. I mean, Moby, what would you have done if they asked you to not wear a mask in the establishment after you ordered your food? If I had been sitting there for 30 minutes like these people were, had already ordered my food, and then she came over, yeah, we would have got out and we just walked out. And I'd have been like, fuck this place. Because her, her, her explanation almost made it worse to me. Because she said the owner is tired. It's a political thing, and the owner is tired of people telling him what he has to do. Nobody's telling him that people have to wear a mask. Like, that that mask mandate don't fucking exist in Texas. It does not. So so who's telling him what to do? And, and, it and it's not like they came in and was making a stink about how nobody else had on masks. They was in there minding their business. With their mask on, trying to get some to eat and enjoy their time. And if if somebody wearing a mask makes all these other people who don't have masks feel so uncomfortable, fuck them. All right. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold up before we go on. I missed that. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> but I mean, right. I'm just saying, like, who would they like if there was somebody in a restaurant that was looking at them going? Look at them offending me with their masks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't really know how to follow. Ag, you can follow that. 
The only thing I saw fault in, and it's a little bit, um, I think if I was going to wear a mask and, I, and and living in Texas and understanding Texas, I probably would have sought, sought after some place that I knew didn't have a problem with the mask thing. I'd have started there. But otherwise, that restaurant didn't have any reason to treat those people like that. I mean, you could have let them know as soon as they walked in the door. But you gonna let them sit there for thirty minutes while they while they get their uh, while they're waiting on their food, and then yeah, so, tell so that them? basically told me, yeah, that basically told me, hey, we want your money still. We just don't want you. I wouldn't have ate that food, and I wouldn't have paid for shit. And what you gonna make me pay I mean, for the food? Really? Yeah, but, no. I mean, what I'm saying, man, you could just tell the people straight away. You know, they're gonna stick out like a sore thumb. And it's I just, just like you just you step to him and go, yo, you gotta go. We're not just, even we don't even play that for whatever I, reason. Good night. I just didn't understand, like, like like Mo B said, is like, so you mad that they wearing a mask? Yes. And they didn't do they didn't do nothing. They didn't come make a stink or nothing. They they mind their own damn business, wearing their mask, having a good time with themselves. Okay, I see you what you said. I see what you're saying, but you also have to understand that at some point, that's that man's restaurant. And like Mo B said, which is a correct response, F y'all. But <laughs> I just think it's tough. Because, because no, you have to understand that that man can do whatever he wants to do and feel whatever he wants to feel in his restaurant, especially in Texas. So what I'm saying is understanding all of those things, you have to tell the dude, F you, because that is his establishment. And if his establishment has a mandate on not wearing mask or wearing mask, it's confusing. But if he doesn't allow you to wear a mask in his place, then that's what's up. The only thing yeah. that I was tripping about was the fact that they let them sit there and pay their money. Exactly. Well, they didn't pay their money at the time. But I'm like, but they have been there for 30 minutes. Yeah. That's what, exactly. Why do you let them waste their time exactly. when they could have spent 20 of those minutes? Finding another place to eat, and, and I agree. And, and just to be specific, that's what I'm saying. F you too. Like, hey, look, man, you don't want people wearing masks in your restaurant, whatever. I'm saying <laughs> fuck you because you made me sit here for 30 minutes, and then you sent the server over to do this, and she's trying to dance around it. Which you know, I ain't mad at her. You know, she following the rules. Yeah. But yeah, I'm saying F you for making me sit here for 30 minutes and your trash ass establishment that wants to spread the Delta. That that's that's it. And I ain't mad. Look, okay. if you if if y'all want to have a pandemic um restaurant, cool. Pandemic cool. party. Oh, sorry. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, like I said, Moby said it right. I mean, especially when he was just like, no, nah, I'm I'm talking about the part where you maybe wait 30 minutes because that was my biggest issue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, I, if, if we walk in the door with our mask on, you're like, hey, you can't wear a mask here. All right, cool. I'm we out. Right. Yeah. In the store. We out. I'm not well, gonna negotiate with you. I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm like, oh, all right, this ain't the spot for me. I'm out. But she she did say she said something about the mask, but I guess they had a band there. It was really loud. So if you got a band there, hey, how about a sign, jerk off? <laughs> like if you had a sign saying you cannot wear masks in this establishment, people, most people you would think can read, but maybe Actually, in Texas, Ruben, that may be different. Here's the thing: if there's a if there's a sign on the door that says no mask, we've been so trained to see signs on doors that have mask up there that say mask required. Yeah, I might not have even noticed it said no mask. I might have just saw it, 
and be like, oh, got to have my mask on. Yeah. And I might have been sitting down going, damn, am I the only one that saw the sign? Yeah. Because yep. you, you see it so often, you reading what you think it should say. Yeah. But him so, being yeah. a, a, a B.O.B. biatch and not coming to them directly and be like, look, I'm sorry. I run an establishment. You can't wear masks in here. You know, if if we had issues, like I understand, you know, whatever. However, he 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 wanted to hold on to it, and then on top of all that, on top of all that, they tried to holler at him. The CNN tried to call him, be like, "Yo, what's up?" They didn't want to take that call, Bruh, Now you scared to take the call to see CNN? No, he ain't scared. He was scared scared to start with because he said the server over there. But they want that he was scared to um, talk to CNN because if Fox News would have called him, he'd he'd have picked Uh. up. Cause he'd have been like, "Oh shit, they about to highlight my restaurant." <laughs> well, so did you know what CNN did highlight your restaurant? Saying <laughs> not, don't go there. Not in a very favorable way. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, it's just it's trash, man. It's trash. So we gonna move that move from. Well, we still gonna talk about food a little bit, but there are times when to throw stuff away. I don't care who you live with or whatever. But bruh, like. I understand, man. Pack rats and all. Like, I get it. Love my grandma, man. Freezer full of food. I get it. Yo, these people found food from 1972, bro. And then you had the nerve to defrost. Why did you defrost it? Were you looking for a science experiment? Like, because you can't eat that. Like, you can't eat that. That's disgusting. (laughs) Like, I mean... Like they had some blackberries from 1972, some strawberries from 1984, or some blueberries from 1983. First of all, who dates their food? Like, and with Yo, years. Don't start that because my mama years. dated her food. My mom no. dated her food. With years? Yes. For real? I mean, I, it wasn't 30 years old, but I'm no, just but saying. she didn't put like 10, 12, 82. Yes, she did. She did. They I had, remember, look, man. They have Ziploc bags. All that, all them collard greens y'all used to eat. Bro, don't, don't oh, stop. The, stop, stop. Those, some of those collard greens were probably three months old. Oh, she, 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 no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not saying that she had 30 year old food. What I am saying is you have to understand that people this age came up at a certain time. And that time was not about plentifulness. It was not about wastefulness. It was about keeping stuff because you never know. I got you. And so, and to, to drive my point home, Ziploc, which my mom used all the time, Ziploc has bags with the label field on. Yep. Yep. So you write your stuff in there with a wax pen or whatever, Sharpie, whatever you want to do. So you know how old stuff is. I'm just letting you know there's context to this. It's not just people nasty. (laughs) Well, these people are nasty. (laughs) I know. I'm just saying. Sometimes it's not like that, though. Sometimes it's not like that. That's what I was going to say. You know, you're right. Three months, three months ain't nothing. But, bruh. 40 years? I mean, <laughs> did, did, it, where it comes a time, man, our freezer's full. Maybe we need to get rid of some of this stuff to put more stuff in it. it. It also questions, yo, man, like, you remember that casserole we had last week that tasted funny? <laughs> you started thinking about every type of meal that you used to eat over there and wonder how shit tasted funny. <laughs> I mean, Mo B, man, talk to me. Make, make you, he get a, he getting his whole thing to side eye. Look at him. <laughs> I don't understand why you so weirded out by it, man. You, 
I'm worried about my fifty year old food though. That's what I'm worried about. I, I mean, look, man. Lord forbid, man, when my grandma ain't here no more. Like I'm just throwing her whole deep freezer away. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that shit that's been there since I was a kid. Oh, told you. I told you. I mean, but the thing is, I'm not even. I'm not even tripping on it. Like I'm saying, I'm just like, yo, everything in this deep freezer out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to go through it? You want to go through it? Nope. Matter of fact, just unplug it. Roll that bitch out. We out. You think your mom uh, gonna allow that? I, I think she gonna be right on board with me. She ain't trying to get nothing out of there either. I'm telling you, man. My, my grandma got a deep freezer. I yep. mean, she got a regular freezer. Yep. We eat stuff out the regular freezer. She goes to the crates like an old DJ trying to find a classic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She go to the crates. You know, be like, oh, hell, <laughs> hey, she gonna make a bang out of this one. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? When she trying to sample some, she go to the deep freezer. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, we stay. I stay in my lane. I'm in the regular freezer. <laughs> Telling you, man, it's a mentality. People. The only thing we get out the deep freezer it was when I was a kid. We used to get the popsicles out the deep freezer. That's it. And they on the top. They on the top. Yeah, they ain't been there for ten years. I don't know. Some of them deep freezers might have. Uh, some of them popsicles might have been there for a year or two. But I'd be like, hey, man, some things you gotta let slide. I mean, but popsicles aren't gonna go bad in a year. Exactly. When you plus when you're a kid, you don't care. But if you eat br- strawberries that are like 40 years old. The only, thing I, <laughs> only thing I was looking for in that deep freezer was them green popsicles. Like what a green one. Oh, they're like, good. Oh, the what a green with that. You know what I'm saying? Red boy. Woo. But you know the thing that weirded me out about this article more so than anything else? It's not the fact that well, yeah, the fact that there's some video food in here. Yo, why they defrost it? I mean, at some point in time, curiosity just takes over. They probably was just like, yo, let's just see what happens. It's one of those trunk-looking deep freezers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly. <laughs> deep cuts out of the deep freezer. Uh, yo, I, I'm actually scared to move stuff out of my grandma's deep freezer because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my, my grandma is the nicest human being on Earth. So Shit. part of that... So part of that scares me because I'm also afraid that maybe if we move some of this stuff from the deep freezer, there's a body back there. You know what I'm saying? Like this, <laughs> <laughs> man. You made me really not want to go visit your grandma. On the morning, <laughs> I'm, not not saying, I'm not saying she did it, but I'm saying she nice. <laughs> she, she did something. It's in her freezer. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying she's so nice. She might have covered up for somebody. You know what I'm saying? I got some crazy people in my family. I doubt your grandmother's that nice, man. Come on, man. Your grandmother <laughs> reminds me of somebody that would call the law on you. Don't even worry about that. I mean, Please give me no, my, my grandma ain't calling the law on nobody. No, no his mama would call the law or yeah, take care nah. of herself. No, nah, my grandma ain't calling the law. My, gra- my grandma's super nice, but I mean, she also knows the art of minding her business. <laughs> it's not minding your business if it's in your freezer, man. Mm. First right, of so- all. Yeah. Plausible deniability, man. You put enough stuff in front of it, man. Oh she she okay. 86, she 86 years old. Now who's gonna question her? Man, we are gonna just get your <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is officially disgusting now. All right. All the right. only thing I the only thing the my only take on this is like I said, you have to understand the age group. And when Moby brought up his grandmother, <laughs> that, that's my whole point. Because they think a certain way, especially if you like pull white trash or you're, or you're poor, you didn't have a you didn't grow up with a lot, whatever it is. And if you grew up in a rural area like our parents did, I'm telling you, man, you ain't wasting nothing. Exactly. 
because it, it could something you might be able to use it. You might fall on hard times. You might have to eat that. Whatever it is, I'm telling you, that's why black folks invest in 50 freezers. The bigger their house, the more freezers they have. You wrap it in aluminum foil, put it in a Ziploc <laughs> bag, put another bag over it. It can't go bad, Ruben. Can't go. <laughs> hey, the science doesn't add up, but the, <laughs> the mentality makes it. I'm telling you, you know I'm right, man. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. Don't even shake your head. You know I'm right. Like I was always amazed at the stuff my gra- my grandma would put in the deep freezer. Not even how long it would stay. Just some of the stuff that I would never even think to put in the freezer. <laughs> all I know him. is all I know is now that I think about it my 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 grandmother has been going for oof, at least 20 years probably a little yeah. bit more than that I don't know what happened to that freezer it probably exactly what I said they probably just unplugged it and said oh you gotta let this one gotta go I mean, yeah, let's hope so. I hope they ain't make us eat any of that food. Ugh. I don't even think about it no more. I mean, yeah. you ain't dead. Wow. Like, <laughs> simplification. You ain't dead. I'm that's just, a, I'm just, I'm just a, saying, so, so if you did eat any of it, I mean, why are you mad about it? You ain't that's, dead. That's a very, that's a very fair statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to move on. From now but did now. you die, though? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what? You, you sound like somebody's mama right now. <laughs> but did you not? Know? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. You know that. You know that. You know that meat was questioned. Did you die? Oh my god. That just that sounds like something my big mama would have said too, boy. <laughs> that joint was nasty, big mama. Yo, did you die? You still here? All right, then. What do you worry about? It? I was like, bro. So. Now I'm a, the transition is just not easy for this. We're gonna go from nasty food to nasty children. So Atlanta public schools, man. <sighs> the best way to come out with this is just you know, hey, they found a video with two middle school kids having sex on, on school property. That's what it is. That's all I got. And it's like, and they were disciplined under district code of conduct. First of all, what code of conduct for any school got something on having sex in school? When's the last time you've been in school? It's been a very long time. Exactly my point. Because nowadays you have to have this stuff in writing. Dude, but does it have one having sex in school and make it a video? It probably well, has going to be now. Probably something about lewd acts. Um, something like that, yeah. Indecent yeah. touching. Telling you, man, you have to. This it's a it's a, it's not a new world, but it's definitely more bold. But these but middle school kids was having sex, and it was caught on tape. I just oh, want to know how oh, fast, how 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 long was this footage? Stop being disingenuous, Moby. It was not caught on tape. There was a tape made. Okay, it was made. They did so it on how, purpose. So how quick, how, how long was this tape? I mean, it, it doesn't go into detail. They didn't say. They didn't go into detail. And I don't know if I want to go into detail. See, that's something you would ask. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, did, did they do editing on it? Like, did they have I mean, music? Was there was there a director? So, so what you figured, you know, three pumps in was a, is, is a done deal? I mean, <laughs> I mean, but first of all, like... I'm hey, doing man. research, man. I'm trying to figure out how long... 
how long this has been going on because if, if this video lasted 10 15 20 minutes these motherfuckers been doing this for a while well first of all i assume think <laughs> they auto-tuned it i know they auto-tuned it i know they auto-tuned it that's right girl like, don't you like, like it be like yeah why why are her moans in perfect pitch like I mean, this is incredible <laughs> but yo man like that's that's why kids shouldn't have phones, man. The kids should have phones to school, man. Hey, man, like, the, the the great the greatest um Apple commercial now for video editing gonna have middle school kids. <laughs> I, you know the craziness. I was about to say, did they make that with an Apple Twelve Pro Max? Man, you know they did. I could have been Samsung. You never know. Either way, the fidelity was wonderful. I mean. And then hold on, man. Here's the you know it's 4K quality. <laughs> <laughs> you know it was 4K quality, man. That's so disgusting right now. <sighs> so here's this. So and they like, cut on overhead. They ain't got to do no distribution no more, man. It's just straight streams and downloads now, man. Yeah. Somebody it, probably had it on their fans only page. Some somebody's probably gonna get arrested for having um child pornography now. Oh, yeah, you best like man. That. This is like this, this is like the circle of life crime edition, man. <laughs> so here's the thing it said the students were disciplined in accordance to the district's code of conduct but then it says any student who shares the video will quote result in, result in harsh disciplinary action as well unquote so are you saying they will get worse than the people who are in it yeah because it's a felony if yeah. you distribute it you're distributing child pornography it don't matter exactly. how old you are <laughs> if, you, if you look that up and you find it you download it you're going to jail yeah, you 13. It don't matter if you 13, you distributing child porn, even if it's you. Like, but it's a, it's a video of me and somebody. Hey, that's child porn. You just committed a felony. Wow. You're going to the big house of your 12. Hey. What are you going to the big house for? I mean, you know, just Instagram you know, real. me and my girl. Instagram real. <laughs> What, what, you, what you info, bussing? <laughs> <laughs> so what should have happened? Should have been like, hey, yes, Mogul Cowboy, they are entrepreneurs early. <laughs> but how come somebody, I mean, you know, as he was taking care of that business, he should have been like, world star. That's what I was going to say. Oh, man, he beat me to it. Uh, they, world star, baby. World star. They should, got, they should did this, the, the trademark Spike Lee footage where they just rolling. It looks like they, they ain't out of your Yo, that's, that's the weakest <laughs> stuff ever, man. Because it's like, bro, you know this. You know you ain't walking. Like, you don't even look like you walking. And I can only see from your hat, the top of your chest to your head. And I know you ain't walking. Yes, we are completely making making light of this um, this issue. But Yo, with the editing capabilities now, man, shoot, bro. Forget a million dollar video. This is this probably could have had Hype Williams like production on this I shit. Mean, <laughs> yeah, they could have had that Ray Parker's Ghostbusters song in the background. Stop. Hey, no, nah, man, that's copyright infringement, man. That's they get right. in trouble for that. Got they, then they'd have to pay. Then they mess around, and be getting sued. I mean, because you know, busting makes me feel good. It's like ah. Uh, and then it goes bad after that. Uh, this this slope has become very slippery. So yeah, but it was slippery in the bathroom too. Just saying. Ah, uh, terrible. Am I really? 
Yes, yes, you are. I mean, uh, hey, look, you picked this article. You you the one that's so fascinated with these middle schoolers doing what they do on on camera. I mean, first of all, I didn't expect it to go down this way. How, hey, how how did have well, you have gonna go? Have you not listened to the format of your own damn show? <laughs> like, where did you think this was gonna go? Did you think we were gonna feign outrage and be like, oh, I can't believe the youth of this generation would be doing something so trivial as as video selling themselves having sex? This is a, a place building. This is a place of learning. <laughs> I'll have you know, sir. <laughs> That's not the type of biology they should have been studying. Exactly. <laughs> and you just asked me why we're talking about this article. You just answered your own question. <laughs> I'm I just think- saying, you, you, you was like, well, I didn't think it was going to go here. Where the hell yeah, you think it, it was going? <laughs> he Once wanted again. it to go this way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You, you, you're not going to have something as funny as the idea of 12 and 13-year-olds Actually making a porn and distributing it in school amongst their peers in school. The fact they made it in school. But the only difference is the only difference between this and anything we grew up with was the camera phone and a and a platform in which to distribute. I mean, you gotta think about it from a male point of view. In middle school, you know, most of the dudes is lying about what they was doing with girls anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this dude right. was actually like, it. it was like, yeah, you know, I had that. Everybody was like. Man, you doing that. He's like, bro, let me show you. <clears throat> there you go. <laughs> Future porn stars of America. That's what they do. All right. So we do need to, to break it down and talk about something a little serious. So as we know, for the last probably week and a half, we have been hearing about Gabby Paletto, who was missing for a very extended period of time and then they found her remains um a couple weeks ago so there are black families who are upset that this woman's this caucasian woman's story was literally on news for like 10 days and her boyfriend and all this other stuff all the news about 10 days all right so they're frustrated about how come you ain't talk about my child who's been missing for a extended period of time and on the news and stuff like that. Um, and then <laughs> apparently, I don't know if I can't remember if this part is in the article, but what happened was after it came out with it sometime last week, then they started talking about black people being missing which by one, by one news um, place. So let's just be real about this, y'all. I mean, yeah, the situation is that people are upset because this one young woman's plight was covered by literally any news organization that would, yet, well, a black person goes missing, crickets. So, let's start this conversation. Um, Moby, let's start the conversation, man. I mean, what's up? What's what's your thoughts process, thought process on this? I mean, so it's kind of ironic that you you actually wanted to talk about this because after our show last week, somebody who listened to the show actually asked me why we didn't talk about this last week, and my answer was I ain't want to talk about that shit. 
And I ain't mean it in like a cold hearted, you know, I don't care that there's some chick missing. I explained myself by saying, I don't care. I don't want to talk about it because I don't, I hate the fact that anytime a white woman goes missing, the world has to stop. When I know if my daughters became missing, I would barely get a blip in the Richmond 11 o'clock news. Like it, 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 it'd be a flyby news story. So, I mean, like, so these black families that are upset, I get why they're upset. I understand why they're upset. They have every right to be upset. I'm not upset per se, because unfortunately, this is just a game, baby. Like, that's, that's just what it is. Like, I've said it before that I don't know if there's any, anything on, well, in our country that's more protected than the white woman and what i mean by that is like you know anytime something happens to a white woman it is it is going to make headlines and it's going to be tragic and everybody's going to have to stop and everybody's going to be so concerned but i mean just in the last couple months there have been several black girls abducted in virginia that have been like blips like I had to see it on Facebook coverages and, and Instagram posts more so than the news. And just like these families said, you know, she went missing and every, every place that would consider themselves a news source was it, this was playing over and over and over again. You would think that, Oh, this must be the only person missing in the entire damn country. And I mean, it's it's annoying to me. And as a as a father with two daughters, like the only way I can keep from being like just completely outraged by it is to just laugh at the 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 stupidity of it. How we seem to value white women's lives way more than black women's lives in these issues, and. I don't know what the fix is because I can't make I guess I can't make the rest of the country get just as mad about it as me. So I don't know what the answer is. But yeah, so that's why I want to talk about that story last week. And that's why these families are perfectly justified in how they feel. All right, AG. Uh, I'm going to be on it. Um, the only thing I'll say is the reason why. Well, the way I feel about it, the reason why it started was because a lot of it based on my knowledge, a lot of it started playing out on social media. But by and large, black, like I was thinking about it today because a friend of the show, Marcus J has been doing his thing for how long, Ruben? About like 10 years? Sup, like eight or nine years, yeah. Okay, well, every show, he's got a different missing person on the mm-hmm. show. Every show. He's got a show, is it every week, right? Is that yep. correct? Every Monday at so, 7 o'clock. Okay, so 52 times, let's say Nice round number of 52 times 10. So that's 520. So that's 520 people that I know are missing because of that one show. All of them black. No one cares. Now, when we had Marcus J on the show, I told him, I was like, dude, every time I go to Walmart, I think about you because there's missing persons plastered all over the wall. And like some of these people have been missing for 20 years. Most of them brown. No one cares. Now, like I said before, I will say this, and some, some, sometimes just like this time, 
it plays itself out publicly so people have a relationship with it. However, it's just like a dead hoe. No one cares. No one works hard. If you're a cop, no, you know, you're not working near as hard as you are for a white woman from a certain neighborhood. You're just not. It's a natural thing. I get it. She's a sex worker. Yeah, whatever. She deserves it. She had it coming. Whatever. And then Brown. Oh, that's even worse. So, yeah, there are tears to how we view things. And like Moby said, top tier as far as this kind of crime goes. Missing white woman, top tier. That's going to make news. Even sometimes, depending on how it plays out, even if the person is not famous, they will be after this. Posthumous or not. So I'm in agreement. But we've always known this. This is not new. Yeah. Like this wasn't like a headline. These families being outraged, they weren't, they weren't hip enough to to know new game. No, not at all. This has been something that is just just some, something else that lets people know, well, lets us know that we are not quite human yet. And like I said, depending on your 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 vocation, sometimes your vocation, if you are a sex worker, especially non-porn related, if you are a if you are a hooker, if you're a prostitute and they find you in a trash can, some people don't think they should work hard to find out who killed you. Some people just be like, yeah, she was a whole whatever. Keep it moving. Yeah. I'm just saying. So some people have more value than others. And, and, and people who say that's not true are probably people that have more value. People that have the luxury of having more value. <laughs> there it is. So that's what I feel about that, man. Cool. I'm in full agreement with both of you. Um, you know, the only thing I'll say is, you know, for those people who are fighting a good fight and who are doing what, they sh- what they're what they doing, I mean, definitely keep it up. We appreciate you, especially, you know, Marcus J. And his show ain't no half-stepping. Legacy Internet Radio, Monday, 7 to 9. Um, LegacyInternetRadio.com. Um, you know, definitely keep it up because when it's all said and done, if we can't help ourselves... We shouldn't be expecting anybody else to help us too. So that's what it is. Now, uh, question of the night. This will be interesting. Um, let's talk a little James Bond. A little bit. A little James Bond. So let's go ahead and put it out there. We just go, we just gonna rip the band-aid off. James Bond is white. If 007 was black or a non-white person or character would they be able to work the same way that the current James Bond works so a non-white 007 would they be able to do all the things that the current James Bond does AG I'll let you start well once I thought about it and it was something Daniel Craig said because of something he was asked and he was asking about, you know, he was asked about um, the next James Bond, whether it should be a black person or whether it should be a woman. And he was like, a lot of roles should go to, you know, uh, non-white people or women. And then the the director of the movie chimed in and she was like, 
I don't really want a woman necessarily or a black person necessarily play James Bond because James Bond is a as a white man. And so because of that white privilege, he moves in places that other people can't. And I thought about that and I was like, you know what? You would have to dismantle everything we know and love about that character to make it work. Because there are certain places that James Bond finds himself that you are not going to find your brown self without friction or at all. Sometimes your brown self, your black self, your female self will not be in those places. Not unless certain circumstances arise and everything plays out just right. We talking about just daily walking into a room and being able to assume the identity of whoever. You're just not going to be able to move in those in those spaces. I mean, you can make a James Bond with a black man. He get pulled over because he got an Aston Martin. What? The movie's over in 20 minutes. Not gonna, I'm not going to front. That actually be kind of funny. It would be funny, but it would also be true. Yeah. A black he'd, face. He'd have to have some technology that made his window so when people look through the window, he looked like a white dude. Mission Impossible. <laughs> All day. He would have to have one of those special masks that he could wear so he could be a white man. Because no black person, no brown person, no non-binary person, gender binary person is going to be able to just move into a space that we're accustomed to seeing because that's the world that we're accustomed to seeing. And that's in the movies and real life because we're everybody Brown is with respect to everything white. We are constantly in white spaces. That's what we're used to seeing. That's our own vacuum, even though we're not part of the vacuum. So you mean to tell me as dope as Idris is dude is dope. I mean, you can you can call it what you want to call it, but that dude is dope. He is not that dope. He is not going to be in Casino Royale and everybody ain't going to be like, whatever. No, he's going to be that nigga that showed up. You see that? It's not, it's not going to feel the same. It's just not. They're going to have, they're going to have, I mean, you almost can't help it as a filmmaker to give James Bond like this like sickle cell shot. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you almost can't help it because you're not able to move and maneuver in the same way that a white man is in a white world. I mean, just th- just think of James Bond's job. This dude is like high level MX, MI5. M- I'm sorry, MI6. How many brown faces in MI6? How many brown faces in MI5? They barely had brown faces on the show. So I'm sitting here going, this lady is right. She wasn't trying to be racist. She was just trying to, she was being real. James Bond would have to be someone else. Or you would have to make up some lies to just get through the movie. Now, again, I'll say this, and this is a very real thing. If you are just rolling in a 325,000 Aston Martin vanquish, and you don't have tinted windows, and they see your black ass, it's over right then. 
or you're going to have to let them know that you are double O agent. And then they're going to have to check that with like three or four bosses. That's the movie. Because you have, it's like when I watch Shaft. When I, if, you, if you've never seen Shaft, there was a scene in Shaft where Shaft couldn't catch a cab. Dude was trying to go somewhere and they ain't trying to pick up no black man in, in, in NYC. That's a problem. It was problematic. Black people put it in a movie or the white people put it in a movie because they know it's problematic or they put it in a movie because they like seeing black people have to walk or take the subway. That's what would that's the movie would be dumbed down because they'd be lying. All those white villains, man, it'd be nigga this, nigga that. They'd be like, what's up, Django? How you doing? You unchained yet? So that's my take on it. You'd have to change everything we know and love about the character and the world in which he exist to make a black character, brown character, female character work. I just hope they wouldn't actually write that because that would be the worst line in the movie. Hey, Django, you unchained yet? And I'd just be like, really? Click. Yes. I would just turn it. It would feel good to a lot of white folks, though. Just saying. Making my James Bond black and whatnot. What kind of foolishness is that? Moby. Put some sugar in my tea. If you made James Bond black, the movie would seem even more unrealistic than it already seems. Because you would have to rewrite the script in such a way that it would make that it would be slightly believable. Because every James Bond movie has a formula. Like it's a, it's a specific formula that happens. At some point in time, James Bond is going to go into some type of ball or gallery with a whole bunch of assortment of rich white folk in a black tie fair. And he can't stroll in there being black. The only way you'd write it in the script, he'd have to look like the help. He, the only way he could have cover is he'd have to be serving these people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's gonna make him a shit pie. That's funny. The help, get it? The help. See what they right Or he'd have, he'd have to be he'd have to be some ambassador from Africa. Not not, not not a specific country in Africa because they, you know they don't ever give. Africa like countries. It's just the whole continent. Oh, exactly. that's just that's just the African ambassador. All 50 plus countries. It's just Africa. <laughs> I told you, Ruben. I told so, you. Man. So part so part of me, like, I totally agree with her. Like, yeah, James Bond is a white guy. That's all it can be, because that's the way it's written. Not not on no racist stuff, just because, like, yo, if you write it so it's believable for a black guy. He can't even be James Bond no more. Could you imagine black? Let's say Idris. Let's say as smooth as he is. Can you imagine him saying shake and not stirred? Bartender be looking at him like, nigga, you know you want some Hennessy. (laughs) 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 Wow. Put that Tangeray in there and stop playing. (laughs) Wow. They would have. They would. They would have to go. They would have to take away the gin and juice. I mean, take away the uh, shaking and stir with the, <laughs> with gin and juice in there. It would. It would just be. It would be a hotbed for slurs, man. It would. Oh man, the microaggressions would be awful. I'm just saying. I mean, the only way you can make it work would almost make it a black exploitation, and you wouldn't even be trying. Exactly. <laughs> In every every James Bond every James Bond film he would do he would have to go to Africa at some point. (laughs) (laughs) 
you're so, not saying we're wrong. You're not saying we're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. And, and part part of the appeal was always James Bond would always hook up with some exotic woman because she won't always white. She'd be exotic and some nature. Like first of all, they'll hook up that, with Hella Bay. Well, they what? never hooked up. It, it was another chick in that one. They exactly. They did hook up. No, they didn't. They hooked up at the end because they was like, "Oh, we gotta take these diamonds back." Oh, so yeah, you, you're right. You're, you're right. right. You're right. They right. did. My bad. I should have believed it. First of all, but what I'm saying is like all, the black on, the black on, dude can't do no exotic stuff. Well, hold on. He is exotic. Exactly. He can't yeah. hook up with no exotic woman. And and then, oh Lord, have mercy! Don't let it be. A, he hook up with a white woman on screen. The outrage! Oh my God, the outrage! <laughs> It'd be like, yes, yes, we've made it. So, so as far as the James Bond stuff, this is the way I feel. James Bond is James Bond. If you want something other than that, they do have other people like Triple X. They do have um, Luther, as you were talking about Elijah Elba. You know. They, they got Dolomite if you're that desperate. So, like, I, I'll say this, man. As far as changing James Bond to something different than a white dude, I mean, it's possible. It's just going to be terrible. Because, I mean, really, and then let's just be real. I'm just going to put it out there. The only person who could do that and be smooth about it ain't here no more, and that's Chad with Bozeman. No, he can still it. still wouldn't work. But 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 I'm saying he would be the only one. No, no he, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be the only one. I said we're, we're interest is always already out there. Chadwick Boseman, Boseman is that that. Mm. But the bottom line is, even if he could, it would still be the same problem. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just basically saying that if if you had to get a black actor to do it. They're very. I think there are just very few of them who could do it and get away with it, or do it to a point where it would be suitable. Oh, uh, actually, I think you're wrong about Chad. Like honestly, the one dude that white America might not have as much of a problem with, they'd have to make Will Smith do it, man. Um, now I don't. He wouldn't be my choice. But I mean, white people don't get that upset about Will Smith stuff, man. He hasn't done the right thing yet. Because, he hasn't done the right come thing. Come on, man. He did Wild Wild West, though. They were pretty well yesterday. They were pretty upset about him playing a white dude. They really were. I mean, but then I read did, that today. I didn't realize that. But then he did After Earth, and that's just a bad movie. Well, that's not that's the kind of not the vein that we're talking about. Him playing that character in Wild 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 West, people were pretty upset of that awful movie. They were really mad at him for that. So. I don't think I mean, he'd even take that role after that. Film. But they, they should have been mad at him for the damn movie. The movie was terrible. <laughs> the movie was terrible. I don't know, I man. Ain't, like I ain't mad at him because he got paid. Yeah. He did. he did get paid. But that move was horrible. It really was. I mean, it didn't it wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible because of him. It was just a terribly written movie. Oh, yeah. The shit was bad. It was just a bad movie. You know, it, it doesn't matter. And to me, it just didn't matter if it was white, black, Puerto Rican, Asian, whoever. That's just a bad written movie. And... Ugh, that, that's all I, I want to talk about that. But when it's all said and done, 007 got to be white. That's it. And because the stuff that he does and he gets himself into, it doesn't work for anything else. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just what it is. 
I think that's a fair assessment, right, gentlemen? Yes, it no? is. Yeah. Oh, okay. You were shaking your head no. I was like, what? No, I was just saying it just wouldn't work if you put a black dude there. It just yeah. wouldn't work. Now, they do need to come up with a new Triple X movie. That'd be cool, but that ain't happening. So, all right. So, AG, man, what? you've been gone from us for a couple weeks. What's on your mind, bro? Being woke can be toxic. And what I mean by that is when you start <laughs> losing it. What well, I mean by real that goes wrong, baby. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I have been listening, and it's every day with me on like uh, 40 minutes home, 40 minutes to work, listening to podcasts that are built around black, non white, brown people, non gender binary people. And the more I learn, the more I want to learn, but all of it's dark. All of it's dark. Very rarely is it cool. Not unless we're talking about the cookout. What I'm learning about myself about it is something I already knew. Actually, I mentioned it on this show, but I need to I need to create filters because when you take in that kind of darkness, when you bathe in a cesspool for 80 minutes a day, it affects your life. It affects your life in a way in which you look at people in a way in which they do not deserve. Cool people that are not in my in my own personal space, they still cool. And I need to respect that and I need to embrace that. Now, I need to be able to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time, to be able to learn about these things and hear these things and see these things. And at the same time, compartmentalize well enough to where I don't hate people that don't deserve it where I can focus much better than I have been in the last couple of weeks. And that's a me problem. Just because you learn about slavery don't mean you can be evil because being evil, you know, to respond to evil is never good. It's not the right thing to do, especially when it's, when it, when it lacks accuracy. So that's my biggest thing. When, when when you're out there and you're learning stuff or whatever it is, if you're new new to this, if you're not new to this, make sure that you're not getting lost. Make sure that your mind is not being poisoned because you're hearing and feeling so much darkness that you forget that the first thing is love. And for people who deserve your love, for you to take it away, it's kind of what you're fighting against. So don't be the problem because you're hearing about all this stuff. So that's what's on my mind. That's exactly what's on my mind. Don't drown in your wokeness. Exactly. Don't get you high can die in your sleep. You can die in your sleep. All right. All right. Moby, what you got? What's on your mind, bro? All right, man. So I am a lifelong fan of losers. Um. It, it hit me today. Um, most of the sports franchises that I am a fan of, most of my adult life have been losers. Um, the last time the, the Raiders started off 3-0, and I was a sophomore in college. So that was almost 20 years ago. Um, yeah, so I just I want to talk to a special group of people out there 
and and they look a lot like us for the most part but um black people we we are lifelong fans of losers right now and the losers that i'm referring to are the democrats um i want this week or early last week the george bill the george floyd bill failed to pass um and it's just got me thinking that you know every every election the democrats run on the back of black people black and brown voters as they say and women especially but yeah black and brown people and we do a shitty job of holding them accountable and holding them to the things that they said that they were going to do or even if they don't get it done we don't even hold them accountable for fighting for stuff that they said they were going to fight for and as a lifelong fan of somebody who never is any good the raiders i understand how your allegiance sometimes can be stronger than your logic but we as a people have got to do a better job of holding these people in power accountable and i know the easy thing to say is well a vote for the republican a vote against them is a vote for the republican party but you know what i gotta at least respect the fact that the republican party they gonna they gonna vote for the who they gonna vote for no matter what like they they republican and most of the time they down down for life however when they elect people in office those people who they elected do the shit that they said they were gonna do by hook or by crook like they gonna get it done so we saw a former president pass more executive orders than damn near any president combined with trump but yet biden who said he was going to fight and be an advocate for black people has almost been radio silent about the george floyd bill which he probably could do an executive order and just pass it but he won't you know why because he ain't fucking got to because you know what the black people gonna do next election vote democrat no matter what i've seen senator cory booker on cnn talking about how you know they just couldn't get some things done and this isn't the time to flex executive power right now yet i saw this same dude when he was running for president bash biden for not fighting harder for black people and now you're saying oh well, i haven't seen any president fight as hard for black people as biden like come on man like it can't be i realize that all politicians lie because that's just part of the game but at some point in time we gotta call a spade a spade and just say man they playing us man like i i'm not saying i know what the solution is but um voting blindly a democrat don't seem to be the solution unless we're gonna actually hold these people accountable and yeah that's all that's on my mind like don't don't be a lifelong raiders fan man it's okay to, it's okay to jump off that narcotic man as i'm as i'm in all my raiders stuff you know why man this is the first time i've had a reason to cheer in a long time the same way a lot of black people felt like we had something to cheer about when biden got voted in and i came up here and said he ain't gonna do shit. not because i don't like to do personally because i think i think it's a much better look having somebody that at least has an empathetic pulse be the you know the leader of the country however 
Told you, he ain't gonna do shit because he ain't got to. All he needed us for was to get him in. That's it. When we got one side that's trying to play both sides, and you got the other side, the Republican Party, which is just like, we don't give a F about the other side. As I told you earlier, Ruben, me and you were talking, a lot of people think when you get voted in, you serve everybody. That is bullshit. You serve the people who voted for you because the people who voted for you are the only people you should be worried about making happy because they're the people that keep voting you in. So the Republican Party, when they vote their people in, they're not here trying to make part. Um, they're not trying to reach across the table to make sure everybody likes these bills that they pass. They ain't worried about that. They trying to please the people that got them elected in office. So if all these black and brown people are voting all these Democrats in, how come we don't get that same love from our own people? That's what's on my mind. Well, all right. I mean, I ain't mad at that. There's a lot of truth being told there. And, and you're right. You know, we got to start holding people accountable. And the only way we can do that is once we get them in office, we have to challenge them and keep them on the pathway they're supposed to be on. And that's what it is. So definitely, definitely good stuff. So what's on my mind is very simple. Next week is going to be a landmark day for five minute warning. If you didn't read at the top, this is episode 99. Next week is going to be the one double zero. And I am super excited. Scared to death just because that's what I do. Super excited. You know. I was talking to Moby a couple days ago. I don't think I've been in a, a personal relationship this long as I've been in this relationship with Five Minute Warning. <laughs> I don't know if I would have put that out there. I mean, I'm just, it's what it is, man. It's, it's what it is, man. It's almost two years. And, you know, it's, yo, it's just, it's awesome. One, to have the privilege of doing such. Two, to have the privilege of doing such and people are people actually listen you know so yeah next week man 100 episodes of five minute warning there's not i don't think there's gonna be any parties um i don't expect like stuff to fall from the sky no confetti none of that we will come up here and we could do what we do every week is go over the the world in the way that you may not hear on your television or radio screen and just call it like it is three brothers trying to navigate in the world and we just all have our own opinions and y'all are cool enough to listen to it so number 100 yeah, buddy. Number 100. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. And if you told me two years ago that I would, this show would actually have 100 actual separate episodes 
not counting the specials and the and the other stuff, one hundred episodes. I'd be like, please, bro, because I can barely remember what I did yesterday. So the fact that this is still going on, my only thing I can say is thank you to all involved. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for everything. I'll have a soliloquy next week ready for you that I actually might type up and speak on for 20 minutes. I doubt that because I lose everybody. But hey, 100. Didn't think I'd get this far. I'll feel 100 next week. And I still got my hair and stuff. So, number 100. Please be here. Tell a friend. I'd like to thank everybody who listened today. Um, you know, whether you listen to us on live as we're doing it or you listen to us on the podcast. I'd always like to thank Moby and AG for riding with me. Um, another episode down. You know, a century will happen next week. You know, and it goes, but the other thing I, I would thought about is, you know, that one girl, when they asked her how many years in a decade? Twelve. <laughs> I mean, um. bruh, like, our educational system needs help. That's all I got, man. It just needs help. And, yeah. And next week, we're at 100. So, it's more than a decade. So, awesome. But once again, thank everybody for listening. You know, um, this celebration should be episode 120. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, Moko, I'm going to let you have that one. But until next week. I'm just saying, if a decade is 12, then I guess a century is 120. I mean... <laughs> You you are correct, <laughs> and and now I understand what Moco Cowboy is saying. But the difference and the problem with this is, I actually graduated from two schools, and I know that a decade is not twelve. So now for that other chick who thinks a decade is twelve, yeah, she can have it. She's doing too much damn work. But until next week. You can send any questions or comments to FIVE Minute Warning 19 at gmail.com. The five minute warning can now be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. Share, like, subscribe. You've been listening to the 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Search 5-Minute Warning on the Spotify app. Peace. Stay safe out there.